What's up, everyone? Thanks again for tuning in to the Ignite Church Answers podcast. Uh, really encouraging that you keep checking us out. It's We're going to keep doing it even if you're not checking us out. So it's, it's going to be uh, very beneficial for someone out there. Uh, the Ignite Church Answers podcast is a podcast for deeper discussions that go beyond a Sunday morning sermon. The guest for this episode is once again our lead pastor at Ignite Church, Steve Creer. Welcome again, Steve. Hey, thanks for having me. Yes, uh, anytime. My name is Craig Cusick, and I'm going to be helping guide these conversations through each of our episodes. And today's episode, or this month's episode, is going to focus on free will. So with that, we're just going to jump right into it, and we're going to start with a few more icebreaker questions like I do at the beginning of every uh, episode here, Steve, just to get to know you a little bit better. Sure. You know, get to know Steve deeper than just a Sunday morning. Yeah. So, first question I have for you this month is, what is your favorite video game, either now or in the past growing up? Oh, man. Favorite video game. So, I am not a huge gamer. Okay. Um, so, so That surprises uh, me, yeah, actually. No, actually. So, I used to... I used to do commentary for my friends playing video games, okay. and I would just like mock them incessantly <laughs> for for not doing well in, in like Tomb Raider or whatever. Um, but I do have my favorite video game ever is NHL '94 on the Sega Genesis. That's wow, my, that nice. was my jam growing up, my cousin and I. So that would be my favorite game ever yeah. if I could just play that all the time. I would. Yeah, the NHL games have gotten very complicated. Yeah, they, these were not. Yeah, these was, were not it was, complicated. It was pass shoot up down left right exactly <laughs> the star would like be on you as you yeah yeah that's great right yeah now you can like use the juke move with the joysticks and like it's yeah. it's confusing now yeah, but no so but i'm a fun. simple man <laughs> simple pleasures all right next question what is your favorite summer activity or or and favorite winter activity either okay. or, or both summer and winter activity so I did grow up playing hockey. So mm -hmm. I, winter activity, I still love to get out and skate. It's just so fun for me. So I love to I love to get out and skate, inside, outside, playing a game of hockey would be really fun. Nice. Um, summer activity, um, I really enjoy camping. Um, I like to go to the Boundary Waters in northern Minnesota. Never and, been, but oh, always wanted it's to. It's incredible. Yeah. So it's uh, that's that's a that's a rad time. So I'd say camping. My son, who's seventeen now, he and I have been going camping together since he was about ten. Awesome. And so that's a really cool activity. And I like to grill. So I like to cook food outside over fire. Nice. That would be that would be probably my favorite summer activities. Either fire or ice. ice. Fire and ice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So as I mentioned, uh, today's or this month's episode is going to focus on free will and mm -hmm. just kind of right off the top. And you can chime in too because you're very good at re-explaining what I'm trying to explain, I've found out over the years. But we want this episode to not be a sort of divider line or mm -hmm. be a definitive answer, the yeah. black and white, this is how it is. It's really just, you know, to focus on um, just bringing up the topic and having it be something that we can all talk about in a yeah. you know kind and respectful manner and just hear you know you know maybe there's a lot of people with different viewpoints on this topic i know for mm -hmm. sure mm -hmm. and so we don't like i said want it to be a dividing line or yeah but it is it is like something that. that i would say it is something that probably comes up maybe more than 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 most topics sure like like where does mm -hmm. like where does uh where does man's will and ability to act and make decisions that have real consequences, mm -hmm. right? And where is God's will 
and his decisions, and and where do those two intermingle, and how and to what degree does that right. all look like? And so that that is something that like as human beings we just kind of we wonder about. I think right. like did God make robots or did we, you know, what does that look like? So exactly, yeah, it's a great question. Yeah. So yeah, like you said, it's a topic that gets brought up more than people maybe know about or think about. So that's why we're talking about about it. it. So, um, so to start off with, you know, just some of our discussion topics that you and I have talked through a little bit, Mm -hmm. um, we're just going to start off by trying to, you know, talk about God's character Mm -hmm. and then we can kind of dig deep into why he gave us this gift of free will and, and what we can actually yeah, do with so, it. yeah, because so I think I think where you, like? where you have to start out with anything like these deep subjects or these deep questions that that you know boggle the mind in a lot of ways is is we have to remember like who, who is God and and what mm-hmm. is He like and so um, any discussion about this starts with God mm-hmm. and so we know uh, from the scriptures He's all knowing. Uh, the word there, the fancy word there is omniscient. He's all-knowing. He's all-powerful, meaning he's omnipotent, and he's all-places. He's omnipresent. So he's mm-hmm. he is these things. And and we what we see also, too, is that um, God doesn't just look at man's actions, but also looks at the heart. We see that from 1 Samuel 6, 16, 7. Um, we know that God is good, that he is kind, that he's powerful, that he's just. Uh, Numbers 14 would say that God is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. And what I love about that, there's a book written a few years ago called uh, Gentle and Lowly, and they said, God is slow to anger, which means His his he's not angry all the time, He's slow to that. Like his general disposition is not mm. one of an angry God, right? And and uh, that he is he's slow to anger, giving people time to uh, repent and turn to him. But he's also a God of justice as well. He's the mm-hmm. embodiment of all wisdom, power, truth, and love. And 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 I think um, often when we when we look at these kinds of things, when we think about our our choices and God's uh, choices in the middle of different things, is that we can trust the character of God even when we don't trust the activity of God, or we don't, we don't trust or don't understand, I should say. Mm-hmm. So we can trust the character of God even when we don't understand the activity, like what he's doing and, and all that kind of stuff. So when we ask big questions about mankind, we need to remember that God created us in his image. He's all-wise, all-powerful, mm-hmm. all-knowing, and so what he does, everything he does is good and without sin. And, and, uh, and so I think anytime we start with big, big questions, we have to remind ourselves of who is God and what is he like. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. And one thing I really like there that you've you know, put down or talked about is trusting the character of God and even when we don't understand the activity of God because mm-hmm. that just it reminds me again even of like it's okay to not completely 100% no God. Yeah, well, under, 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 yeah, and so and that's okay. We don't have to know. We mm-hmm. we can we can still trust his character in that. And there's there's yeah. you know even though it might a lot of people want a really nice clear cut answer, which yeah, you know, spoiler alert, Spo- that's yeah, not, not what this get there. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. going to be. But um, yeah, and I think we can know him accurately, but we won't know him exhaustively, right? You know, and so as a as a father, sometimes we just go, "Hey, listen, son, you're just going to have to trust me on this one, <laughs> yeah, right? right?" Like, <laughs> like I don't get it, I don't understand. Yes, I understand, but you're just going to have to trust me on yeah. this one, and that's what God often asks us to do. Yeah, exactly. See what I mean, folks? He's good at ex- re-explaining what I'm trying to explain. <laughs> so, um. So diving deeper into this, you know, topic of free will, Mm -hmm. you know, so just right off again, not right off the bat, but yeah, was free will a gift from God? Yeah, that's interesting. So, so first off, free, right? So we we have to like 
define parameters a little bit of like free because some people go free means there's no consequences to my action i can do whatever i want however i want and there's no repercussions and and that's just not true so right so like every every decision that we make um it has consequences, both mm. positive and negative. And so if, if somebody is listening to this going, I want to make a decision free from consequences, that's just never going to happen. Right. It just won't happen. Yeah. Um, and so, but the idea of acting independently, free meaning that we get to determine um, things in our life, um, then that, that is true. We get, to, we get to make decisions that have real ramifications with that. And they are credited to us, both positively and negatively, um, mm. as well. But, but to say that we get to determine everything in our life, the answer is no to that either. Mm-hmm. You know, like we didn't, we didn't determine the day we were born. We didn't determine who our parents were. We didn't right. determine. Um, there's so many things that happen in your life and in my life that, that happened to us. You know, if yeah. you get in a car accident, you didn't ask for that to happen mm-hmm. to you. Right. And so like, there's, there's this idea. Sometimes I think that we get to be God and we get to just manipulate everything uh, into our own life and customize it because we live in a world that's very customizable, mm-hmm. right. uh, but we can't customize life. Yeah. And so there are things outside of us, um, you know, our personalities, temperaments, gifts, talents. Um, you know, we didn't choose these predispositions in a lot of Mm -hmm. ways if you're extrovert introvert whatever it may be right um but in the same regard we do get to make decisions and i think the the word gift is 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 good it's a it's a two-edged sword though right like it's it's a gift in that we get to have fulfillment in making decisions and having those decisions matter Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's also a huge responsibility and a burden for those uh choices that go badly or we made out of uh out of selfish motives and so do we get free will in a lot of ways uh no and in a lot of ways yes you know so so you know what we talked about but but to say hey listen do you make decisions do they affect things here and now and do they affect things eternally and the answer is yes 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 we do we get to make those decisions and those decisions have ramifications Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah, and all the things that are out of our control that we didn't get to choose for our lives mm-hmm. are consequences of other people's choices that came before us. Yeah, that go back. In a, yeah, you go years you, and years. Yeah, and exactly. Years. It's like your your dad decided to work up the guts and ask your mom out on yeah, a date, right? right? You yeah. know, the first time, and that led down the road to you know, little Craig right. being born. So exactly. So yeah, all these different decisions that other people make that start to affect yeah. us is pretty incredible really fun fact it was actually a blind date so Ooh, there you go <laughs> but that, that's that. a longer story so yeah. <laughs> in a in a uh, in a book that uh, me and tom actually were reading mm-hmm. um there was a heading uh, as part of the chapter that was it was called the risky gift of free will mm. or god's risky gift of free will so is or was free will a risky gift you know since we're talking about it being a gift you know is it is mm-hmm. it is it risky for for god to have given us this gift is it risky in a sense that we have we have some power, you know, with yeah. this gift? Yeah, it's a great question. A That's a great question. Yeah, is it is it risky? Risky in the sense that uh, people will not only choose to honor God uh, with their choice and thus mm-hmm. bring, uh, you know, flourishing and and blessing to themselves and others, but also that they would choose to dishonor God. Uh, with their choices, which bring harm, destruction, death to themselves and others. Uh, people choose to gossip. People choose to slander. People choose to manipulate. People choose to oppress other people. And so in some ways, you're like, yeah, there's 
risky in the sense that it, there's there's real bad things that can happen when mm. people walk outside the will of God. Yeah, for sure. Um, not risky in the sense that uh, because God is who He is, um, and he knew, so He knew what He was doing. He knew what He was doing. He's all powerful, all knowing, kind, right. just like all the stuff. Right at the beginning yeah. of what we were talking about mm. this this evening, you know, just kind of what that looks like. But God, God is never hemmed in by our decisions. He's never handcuffed, right? Sure. You know, so there's there's never a moment when God goes, I had a plan and then you jacked it up and now I don't know what to do. Like that's <laughs> never that's never the yeah. case with God. You know, so he's mm-hmm. never like, I don't know what I'm gonna do now, <laughs> right? We're on plan Double Q, you know, yeah, right. like you know, we're like we're way past We've that. Already gone right through the alphabet. Yeah, once. we're 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 wrapping around, you know, you know, getting a holy trinity huddled together to try to figure out what to do with it now. No, that's never been that's never been God. Um, God has always been uh, way ahead of the game when it comes to our decisions and knowing, mm-hmm. um, but then also providing ways um, to bring about the most blessing, even out of really, really broken situations. And Mm -hmm. so, um, it's not risky in the fact that God is never out of, out of power, that God is never hemmed in by our decisions, that God is never at a loss. Um, and so I think, I think that's really good to remember for people who go, I've made all these really, really bad decisions in my life. Can God ever forgive me? And it's like, yes, Mm-hmm. Actually, he can, and he's already made a provision. He's already gone ahead of you and accounted for all of all of mankind's stupidity, right? And, and right. All, all our dumb decisions and all of our sinful choices, and God has made provision in that. So, so risky in that there is real ramifications. Yeah, I can see that. Not risky in that God is never uh, hemmed in by our, by our choices. Sure. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, so kind of... If we have this free will and the the ability to make choices that have consequences with them, does that affect you know God knowing our quote unquote ending point, or is that something with this risky gift, you know, quote unquote risky gift of mm-hmm. free will? Is that us choosing, you know, where we're going to end up? And and I think part of it is you know I feel like you know just wanting to have power of my own or whatever, but mm-hmm. you know hoping that it's a give and a take and it's like a decision on both parts to to find that ending or is it or is it really god knowing from the beginning what our what the end is going to be right yeah i mean god does know the end mm-hmm. like he, right. he, he sure. does you know and so because god's all knowing right mm-hmm. and so he he knows the end and so I take great comfort in that first off, because God's not just like sitting up in heaven going, "Well, we'll see how this plays out," <laughs> right? You know, like <laughs> I hope He makes uh, the yeah, right Oh man, um, God knows. But but also too, like you know, it says you know, do, do we choose our ending point? And my question is, do we do we ever get to choose our ending point? Do can we choose when we die and what we die from? Um, you know, I mean, right. in certain circumstances, you know, obviously that that can be true. But but you can choose the quality of your life and and what you'll accomplish. Sometimes, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. there's just things that just get in the way of life to some degree, for sure. Uh, but to some degree, no. Like in terms of, do we get to choose our ending point? Um, but God always knows our ending point. Um, did God know that Adam and Eve, way back in creation, would choose to disobey Him? Yes, He did. And he made he made room in his creation for human beings to either obey or disobey him. Mm-hmm. He, he created the space and and allowed that arena 
you know, to be, to be, to, to, to have it, uh, there. So, uh, did he know? Yes. Um, but I think what's really cool is that God made provision for Adam and Eve in spite of their disobedience. Mm-hmm. Like he had right. already made, he had already made a way for that to happen. Like to, he was already thinking about how do I cover their sin? Um, you know, so Adam and Eve get together, they, uh, disobey God by eating of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They immediately realize that they're naked and they cover themselves up with fig leaves. God, um, covers them with animal skins instead. It gives them a, a better, better set of clothing to, mm-hmm. to protect themselves. And so what's really amazing is like, that's the first sacrifice that we see in, in history is, is God sacrificing this Adam animal to cover, to cover the sin of, of Adam and Eve. And that led all the way up to the cross where Jesus would give his life as a sacrifice to cover us from our sin. And so he made provision even when, um, even when, uh, even when we were, we were disobeying God, he was already thinking about ways to make sure that we could be reconciled back to him. Right. Yeah. That's, that's really well put. (laughs) Yeah. I like that. It's, it's, you know, still, you know, that's the original free will choice, right? Right. Exactly. He He set up both options for us Mm -hmm. knowing We'd probably choose the wrong, yeah. the quote, wrong way. Yeah, but, disobedience. But yeah, still, but still in that choice, providing a way back. That's really yeah. That's really cool. God. God's always yeah. ahead of us. Mm-hmm. He's always ahead of our choices, and he's always making provision for us. And that's how good God is. Even in our disobedience, yeah. he provides provision for us. Right. It's amazing. So we could never beat him in chess. Could never beat him in chess. <laughs> he already knows. He but, knows which way you're going to go. But he'd allow us to get the pawn across and get the queen back. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, he's, he's like, oh, I guess I didn't see that there. <laughs> uh, does God pre predestine us to one eternity or the other if He knows our ending point, mm. or and if we have free will, then doesn't that kind of mean that we are not predestined? You know, mm. now kind of kind of mentioning that P word, yeah, you know, in, yeah. in the, the church, the, the, yeah, the buzzword of predestination. But, you know, we can just surface level it and focus on our topic of free will here. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's the question, right? Is is does God does God predestine us? And so uh, let me let me start by saying this um, at Ignite. Uh, we have people who are on both sides of this argument. Right. So mm-hmm. so there are people within our church. And, uh, and, and people who are, you know, in leadership and we have questions and we, we don't, so Ignite Church as a, as a, as an official, like Ignite Church statement, we don't have a statement on this. This is, this is where where we're, where we, um, we have, uh, created room for us to have, um, meaningful conversations. It's not that we don't talk about it, by the way. Mm -hmm. It's just that, um, it's that we create room uh, for us to, and so there's people who fall on on both sides of the aisle on on where does God's sovereignty um, that would be the that would be the 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 word there is like God's control and being above and authoritative. So where does God's sovereignty end and man's responsibility begin? Like mm-hmm. that's that's really where we're what we're talking about. Like right. you know, it's like exactly. how far does that line go one way or the other? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what I love about our church is that we have people who disagree on this and they would say, no, the line is more over here or, oh, no, actually the line is more over here. But the reason we get along is because of who 
is important. And mm-hmm. that is Jesus and who right. is important in all of this. So we teach, uh, and so at Ignite, what we teach is that God initiates and people respond. So that's how, that's how we say it. You know, like, so, so the Holy Spirit will move on somebody's life um, and they respond to that prompting. So the moment right. that we give our lives to Jesus, I, I don't know if you remember your conversion to Christ when you put oh, your yeah. faith in Jesus. Yeah, right. Very, <laughs> like, it, like it was yeah. this morning. <laughs> right, exactly. And there's those, there's moments, right, where you're like, Oh, I feel like I feel like he's talking to me yeah. in this moment, and and suddenly like the Bible isn't just words on a page; it's it's living and active, and it mm-hmm. it's reading me, and I'm not just reading it. And and we go, that's that's the work of the Holy Spirit. That's that's the work of God's Spirit working in and through and on you mm-hmm. in those moments, right? And then when He does that, it's our responsibility to respond to Him. In faith and in trust, and going, I'm not going to reject you. I'm going to, I'm going to receive this, and I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to be really excited about. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm putting my trust, laying down my life. Um, but we see God's choosing uh-huh. um, throughout the scriptures. So um, Abraham chose to bless. Uh, God chose Abraham to bless the nations, right? So He mm-hmm. says, "I'm going to choose you." So this is God's sovereignty. You know, He's He's making a choice to work through Abraham to create a nation of people to bless the other nations. God chose the nation of Israel to be the light to the nations and by which Jesus would come through the nation of Israel. God chose Jesus uh, when when uh, when Jesus would enter human history. That's you know God chose that. Mm-hmm. God chose the 12 disciples. God chose the apostle Paul who hated Christians and he, he chose him to be the most famous missionary in history. God chooses, uh, it says in 1 Corinthians 1, it says, God chooses the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. Which, by the way, is always humbling, <laughs> right? Because you're like, oh, I'm, I'm God's instrument. Yeah, he chose what's foolish in the world yeah, to right. show that, like, God is so strong that even man's strength is not as strong as God's you know, weakest <laughs> right. thing. Nothing can thwart the plans of God. God chose God and God always chooses with a purpose. Like there's nothing capricious. There's nothing haphazard. There's nothing unintentional. There's nothing, uh, uh, sideways about God's choosing. Um, so that more people will hear the name of Jesus so that we can submit to Christ and grant, be granted eternal life. Uh, and those who reject Christ are without excuse. That's what we also right. see is like, you know, you have these opportunities. God initiates in these things and mankind responds to what God does. So God chose to create the world mm-hmm. and then chose to create human beings. Um, and what we see the message uh, and what we see is in the, in the message of Jesus that when Jesus is preached, lives are changed. And some people will hear it once and respond mm-hmm. in faith. Some people will hear it multiple times. Some people will hear it for decades. And it isn't, and there's this Raising moment, like, my hand. yeah, yeah, like, I was, I, and that was mine too, you know, just like, I went to church all the time, and yet, um, there was a moment when God moved upon my life, mm-hmm. right, and then I responded to God's uh, initiating. So, we can't, um, we can't inherit our faith from our parents, right, that, that right. There, there has to be, and so that there's like, so there is a choice that you and I have to make. Right. There's yeah. a decision. That, that's right? where, yeah, that's where the free will comes in. It yeah. all these times before finally choosing to follow him were our opportunities to mm-hmm. 
you know, turn away, turn away, turn away, turn away. Finally, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and I will, I will say this. So the people, the people who who land more on the there's more to God's um, sovereignty in the mm-hmm. salvation of a human being, like you know, like all the way, you know, they would they would never say, oh, but your choices don't matter, right? That's like, well, you know, it's like. Or, or they, you know, the people at Ignite would never say those who who hold to to strong predestination. They would say, "Well, we absolutely have to go out and share the message of Jesus to the world because this is the means by which God saves people is through right. the proclamation of the good news of Jesus." And so, um, it's not like, "Well, God's going to save everybody anyways. Everybody's predestined. Doesn't matter. We're just going to sit here and, and just wait for Jesus to come back." There's no, there's not people at Ignite that would hold to that. Yeah. You know, that, that's like way far out and not a good place to be right um, on either side of the on aisle, either side right yeah there's a, there's a ditch on either side right yeah. so like so people some people can take predestination all the way to like like literally heresy like false teaching to be like oh we're not even we're not even gonna we're not even gonna go and share the messages like but jesus told you to you know <laughs> it's like and by the way um if if people hold to predestination um that's that's god's prerogative that's not human beings prerogative right right you know, in terms of like so i share my faith with you you reject and i go ah well i guess he wasn't predestined well who are you to say right. you know it's like maybe that was the first or the third time of seven times that this person needs to hear it before they give their life right. to jesus right? exactly so i think as human beings we like to we like to play the the card on well obviously i can i have the mind of christ on this one and i can tell <laughs> right. that clearly this guy is not you know, predestined, you know, it's like, but on the other side, you know, like other people going, well, I have to, I have to manipulate somebody in order for them to see that's, that's not a good place to be either. Right. Right. And so we, we get to this place where we go, okay, God's going to use us in some way, shape or form. We're going to go out, we're going to share the message of Jesus and people respond. And for that, we rejoice. Mm -hmm. And that's where, that's really where we land is like, we go and we share the message of Jesus. And when people respond to Christ, we rejoice. Yeah. We go, it's a work of God. Right. Yeah. And that person submitted their life to Christ, and we're super happy about both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it's it's nice to hear you say, you know, we have people at Ignite that fall all over this spectrum. Maybe mm-hmm. not so many on the full far extreme. On, on end, those but, we have to have conversations, right? right? We're just but, like, hey, but come everyone's back. but everyone's all over the spectrum, and in the middle where that you know quote unquote gray area is is mm-hmm. where all these conversations happen. That's where we're all living. That's where and the gray area where people wanting things black and white, really clear and easy. The gray area is where you know as long as things are respectful and kind and and open, that's where people can grow closer to each Mm -hmm. other and to God, which I think is really cool. And in the book, the screw tape letters that again, Tom and I are reading, um, you know, the, one of the letters that, um, screw tapes is writing to is this probably sounds crazy to people that (laughs) don't know the book, the book. Well, the book is kind of crazy, (laughs) but it's really good. But he's saying, you know, keep your, keep your human on, you know, either extreme end of the spectrums to any of these topics that on the extreme ends of the spectrum is where they're farthest away from God. So keep them on the extremes. Mm-hmm. So, so I feel like as Christians, we want to live in the middle, in the gray area, because that's where we're. Yeah, we it's can, where it's where we dig into the Bible, exactly, right? It's yeah. like I am like I really have questions about. That. I would say like search the scriptures for mm-hmm. yourself and, yeah. and and talk to people who who have studied on this and 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 go where where do you land and why mm-hmm. do you land and show me in scripture, show me in scripture where you why it is you you do what you do and why yeah. it is you land where you land, um, because if it's just like opinions, then it's like well then it's just opinions, 
Mm-hmm. And then it's just a, a matter of persuasive arguments. So it's like, so show me in scripture where are the verses, like, yeah, exactly. and, and then that gets you into the rest of the Bible, and, and then let the Holy Spirit work in and through you as you do this, uh-huh. right? Um, and and in this in this gray area, like the, the way you're talking about, like, is like where you're like, we have this really interesting mix of people at mm-hmm. this church who who land on both sides, and yet we can worship together, yep, and we can love one another, and we can and do this, and and it's in these places is that we can trust the character of God even exactly. though we don't fully comprehend the yes. activity of God. Yes. Yeah. yeah. In the gray area, living in the gray. <laughs> I love it. Um, so does God just know our beginning and end and the free will gift that he gives us lets us choose how to get to the end that he knows? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um I I, th- I think it's, a conf- it's like yeah. a confusing question. Even when I was writing it, I'm like trying to be like as clear as possible for yeah, you. Yeah, it's as clear like, as mud. You know? So um, yeah, no, it's it, no, it's a good, it's a good question. Like, does God just know point A and point Z, and then everything else is just kind of free for all? Right, right. Yeah, it's a squiggly, crazy line. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't think so. I think, I think what we see um, in in the scriptures is that He's all knowing, which means He knows the beginning from the end, but He also knows the number of hairs on our head. He knows the tears that we've cried, the joys that we celebrate, the struggles, the sorrows, um, the awards that happen. The He's our father. You know what I mean? Like he, He's relational. He doesn't just go, okay, you're born. I'll see you on graduation Sunday. Right? Yeah. right? You know, it's like, it, it, it's this idea, like he, God is relational and wants us to relate to him. And I think being relational means so much to me and so much more to me than just um, the, the path, mm-hmm. um, cause it's like the disciples asked Jesus, show us the way. And Jesus's right. response was, I am the way. Right. Like, just, just follow just me. Just follow me. Just follow yeah. me. Like, you know, we talked about the boundary waters earlier. The first time I went to the boundary waters, I, I had a guide. Yeah. He, he knew where he was going. Yeah. I knew that I needed to follow him. Exactly. Yeah, you know, where like you're going to take us to our safe landing spot. You've already provided a meal for us. We're ready to go. I follow you. You are the way. Yeah. Like 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 I don't have <laughs> I don't have another way to do this. And so God walks with us. It says that he he says I'm with you to the very end of the age as a follower of Jesus. He gives us his holy spirit to to convict us of sin, to correct us, to comfort us, to guide us, to give us these words. So I think that he's with us all along every step of the way. Mm-hmm. Um knowing these things all along the step of the way because he knows our hearts, he knows who we are, he knows he knows our proclivities, he knows what we're going to choose, and yet he continues to walk with us even in the middle of, of all of those things. As we learn, as we grow, as we crawl, as we stumble, um, you know, it says you know, in Proverbs 16.9, it says that God orders our steps. That God mm-hmm. orders our steps. But also in Joshua 24, <laughs> it says, choose this day whom you'll serve. Yeah. Right? And so there's this him, t- him telling us to choose. Yeah, yeah, there's this mysterious working together yeah. that it, that is that is on this, and so it's like um, I think it's just this really beautiful thing. It's like so everything that is des- he does is designed to help us walk with him and become more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. So and, even the difficult things. Yeah, and so it's interesting that you put those two verses, you know, right next to each other because it mm-hmm. definitely you know relates to to how we're talking about this. And this might this might be kind of an off the cuff question, but is there ways you know? Maybe there's a ton of books and articles and things like that, but is there ways in the Bible to to take different verses and kind of put them together, even there if they're from completely different spots in the Bible, and and then 
have those two verses, even though they're completely different from one another, find a way for them to work together hmm. to sometimes to yeah, work yeah, with I think what so, you're yeah. trying to to talk about, like what you know, exactly what you did here, where you know God orders our steps, but He also says choose yeah who you're going to serve today yeah, yeah the and whole that, and it just works great with what we're talking about today but yeah the whole counsel of god yeah. right it's the it's the whole thing it, uh, the whole thing is um uh it's the whole thing back and forth it's it's the whole narrative it's the whole character of god that as we look at because god is a person like mm-hmm. he's got he's got attributes to him yeah. and and so they do we uh, i had a old pastor friend of mine used to talk about holy tensions the idea of like god god doesn't let us wander off into this ditch or this ditch um but he he gives these things in holy tensions and so yeah when you think about like like a a systematic theology approach of god's free will and man's free will right Mm -hmm. um how that all looks with each other is, is going to be, well, you got to study the scriptures and what do they say about <laughs> yeah. both of those things? And they could be in some books and they could be in this book or they could be in that book or they could be a new Testament. They could be old Testament mm-hmm. and they all work together. They don't contradict each other, but they they're designed to create this tension that creates a strength by which we can walk across and walk in and go, okay, yeah. there is, there is God's choices yeah. and there are my choices and these work together. Um, in a, in a way that uh, best glorifies God. Sure. Kind of, kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, so thanks for going down that rabbit trail with us. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but uh, so this next question I have, and, and this is kind of, you know, nearing the end of the questions I have here, but it kind of goes along with what I had just asked you about having a beginning point and an end point, you know, or does he have our life, you know, in a straight line guide already laid out, you know, and and he has our choices either, you know, and of the choices that he gives us will either keep us close to or on that straight line or lead us away from that line, which leads away from him. But then because he offers, you know, ways to reconcile and mm-hmm. come back to him, come back to that quote unquote straight line, you know, he offers us to keep making choices that can hopefully get us back onto back to, that, onto back that to, original back to the, yeah, plan to, to line. the baseline. Yeah. yeah. You know, is, is that something that, God has it laid out kind of like that way, you know? Or yeah. Is it, I, yeah. So now we're talking about like, how does God view time? Yeah. Time um, and, and like, like alternate reality and alternate reality and choices. <laughs> God is all knowing. That's all I think. You yeah. know, like that's, that's the big thing. Um, but God does have a standard, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of like his standard for being a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. He's got a standard and that standard is perfection. Like yeah, it's right. just perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, and so he's got a standard of perfection of righteousness, holiness, love, and humility, right? Like he's got, he's got these things. Um, but I believe if like, if, if you're thinking like, are there alternative histories? Like, is this, is this plan a, and then, Oh, Craig made a decision. So now we got to jump to plan B. Oh, now we got to jump to plan C. Um, this is what I know. I was lost and he found me okay. like that's, that's what I, I wandered <laughs> off and he saves me. Yeah. God works all things together for good for those who love him. Mm-hmm. Think about that for a second. God works all things together for the good for those who love him. For everyone that loves him. Yeah, yeah. and he can yeah, and he can and and he you know and he can work even the worst things, even your worst decisions, even the worst things that have happened to you. He can actually work these things for your good. Um, and they can give you purpose 
and they can give you meaning and validation and and validity to to what it is you're going through. So my dad um, at the time of this recording is battling cancer. It's been three years now. Um, his cancer is not curable. And so we're talking about buying time. That's that's where we're at. If you talk to him, you would never guess that he has cancer. Right. Um, he just is is just as happy as, as can be and got a good sense of humor and and all that kind of stuff. He's got a very rare form of cancer, um, so rare that the Mayo Clinic in Rochester has no idea what to do with him. Sometimes they're like, no. "We don't. We've never seen this before." It's like, how does how does Mayo yeah, right. not ever see this, right? Yeah. But this is this is my dad. So he's a retired police officer. Um, he's just built and wired to be a cop and a protector and a provider. Um, when when we found this out, he said, "Steve." Whatever, whatever Mayo, my oncologist in this hospital, learns from me, was going to help somebody else. Like yeah. he gets to, he gets to live a meaningful life all the way up to his death, and we don't know yeah. when that's going to happen, right? And so, um, the rest of his life is giving of himself so that other people can benefit, which is the thing that my dad loved to do because he swore an oath to protect and to serve, right? So so even in my dad's cancer, God is working things out for his good and the good of others. And God does that. Yeah, that's You know what I mean? You you think about, holy smokes, like God does that. Yeah. And and he takes our worst pain and our worst decisions, um, and he is a redemptive God and he's a restorative God. Mm-hmm. And so, whether what that that path looked like for you, what that looked like for me, all I know is 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 this: like there there is nothing that tangles God up and says, "I don't know what to do with him anymore." I don't know mm. what to do with Steve anymore. He's made so many bad decisions. <laughs> I just don't know what to do with them anymore. There's never a time. Yeah. And there's never a time when when God um when God is just at its wit's end with yeah. me. Um that that's that's in a I don't think I'm outside the will of God in this moment. I've made a lot of bad decisions in my life. Mm. A ton. We all have. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean I've made I've made a ton. And here's the thing, I made a lot of bad decisions when I lived here as a college student. And God brought me back here to this very city, to the place of my pain, to plant a church. Mm-hmm. And he used that to, to uh, redeem some things in me and to use me as an instrument of reconciliation to others. Yeah. And so you're like, I don't think I'm ever off the path of, of God as long as I look to Jesus mm-hmm. and go, I'm going to make these decisions. And whether it was the right decision or the wrong decision or the... The reality is, is all my decisions have consequences and God has somehow mysteriously and beautifully because he's way smarter than me and has, he's much more, uh, he's much more good or better than me, right? Like mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's so much more that he can work all these things, uh, for my good. And so we don't have to live under condemning thoughts. We don't have to like, I'm no longer under condemnation. Right. And so it's like, you're never, you're never too far from God. Mm-hmm. If you have breath, you're never too far. And so right. it's like, you can turn to Jesus right now and he'll meet you right where you're at mm-hmm. and you can walk with him for decades and make a bazillion different decisions and God is with you. Yeah. And I think that's incredible. Yeah. 
Wonderful. Um, that's. Oh, we're ending on the cancer talk. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, your dad sounds amazing. That's that's a really. He's cool, a good dude. Yeah, he's a good dude. That's awesome. Um. So, Steve, thank you so much. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in again. Um, this was a really fun topic that I was really, really looking forward to discussing ever since launching this podcast. So thank you, Steve. It was it's it's been awesome. And I know we've had a little bit of extra time with not having a, an episode in the previous month to to really dive in deeper into this topic. And I think that was really um beneficial for us to to really, you know, um to discuss this. And I think that um it'll help people who are listening, and that's really cool. Um, so again, everyone, just please remember to keep on listening as we dig deeper into these topics that go deeper than uh, a Sunday morning sermon uh, for the Ignite Church Answers podcast. Again, I'm your host, Craig Cusick. And Steve, as you know, we like to say the uh, Ignite's mission statement at the end of each podcast where we encounter God and impact the world. So I'm going to say the first part and then you're going to say the second part. Awesome. A little role reversal. So ready? Encounter God. Impact the world.